Obi and Ashley. Man, what a show. First of all, keep them coming with those requests for those second date updates. There's one I really want to know. Maybe you, like, okay, so the girl got gas. And the guy saw the dead body pictures, but she was the photographer. Oh, yes! You know what's funny about those requests is, did you hear our reaction? That's because we love to revisit some of those old second dates. And gotta love that we had Alyssa Carson on the show. She's 19 and the youngest astronaut in training to go to Mars. Being there to do the research would be the most exciting part to be able to contribute to something so big. Nice. And, you know, make a huge impact in the space program. Shoot, at 19, I had a job in the shoe department at Ross. Hey, that still counts, but also here, what country artist she's a big fan of. That's on the Obi and Ashley podcast. Which starts right now after you hear this. This is your national anthem with Obi and Ashley on K92.3. Obi, Ashley, today's inspiration for the national anthem, because you know us, we never pass up on an opportunity to dedicate the national anthem to someone or some buddies. And this was left on the K92.3's open mic inside the app, and we've been talking about the tornado, especially because it only happened a mile from my house. I saw the damage firsthand, and to hear the people coming together from a couple days ago all in the community, that's what this is all about. Hi, my name is Sandy. I live at Lake Margaret Village. I think it would be nice to dedicate the national anthem to all of the first responders for disaster relief. This weekend they came out and restored power to some units, tarped all of our roofs, helped clean up and plywood our windows. Thank you very much. So, Sandy, again, from Lake Margaret Village, thank you so much for using the K92.3 app. You jumped on the open mic. You left that message, and now we get to highlight those individuals. Thank you. That's the national anthem going out to you guys who helped this morning from Obi and Ashley. Oh, sing, can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight, o'er oh, the ramparts we watched. We're so gallantly streaming And the rockets regular The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still Does that star spangled banner yellow? Yeah, the land of the free and the home of the
OB, Ashley, K92.3. All right, so let's talk about the importance of a number one, right? Okay, so first of all, whatever sport, whatever hobby, whatever it is that you're into, everyone's always trying to succeed, right? That's why we have trophies. That's why we have first place prizes. Well, the same thing for our country artists. And if you ever want to be one, you're going to be gunning for that top spot. Yeah, and what it really means now, too, is we just had Travis Denning, who's a newer artist. We had him on the show last week, and he really broke it down in layman's terms as what it means to them because he did get the number one song this past week. Man, it changes your life. I mean, it's it's so, it's just a completely next level kind of like exposure. I mean, it really is. I mean, I just felt the shift. I mean, like you could see I was getting, you know, tagged in more stuff on social media. I was having more people just talk about hearing the song. I mean, you can actually just see it through your social media and through your life, and uh, it is amazing. When this happens, if it happens, there's something about knowing that for one week in the history of country music, I got to be on top. And, uh, <laughs> That's so major. That just gave me goosebumps. I know. I mean, it's at that point, it's, it's like historical. It's nuts. I'm getting chills thinking about it right now, man. And I hope that I can have several more after it. <laughs> so, again, Travis Denning right there. His song, After a Few, went number one. And we're so excited for him. He was just at the K92.3 All-Star Jam 2 back in August. So, if you were there, you got to see him. And, again, that full interview with Travis, including the things that didn't make the show, that's up on the Obie and Ashley Unfiltered podcast. K92.3, we always talk about how you should be very proud to live in the town that you're in because when it comes to entertainment, restaurants, you name it. We've got we've got it all. From resorts to so anyways, my point is there's so much to do right here in our very own backyard and now Country has a huge highlight. Well, with Blake Shelton opening his bar, remember? Because remember before COVID, we had all of these great things planned. We were about to have Country Thunder in March. Blake was going to open his bar in April. We had a huge grand opening planned. Blake was going to be coming to town. Um, So now that we know June 19th is going to be the opening, we're super excited because this means uh, you're going to have a spot to go. They're going to get live music going as soon as they can. And Blake even said that himself. Old Red Orlando, Florida is opening on June 19th. You guys have got to come see us. Now, depending on what the phase is of reopening the state will determine what the music situation is. But if we're going to have a party, come see us. It's the grand opening, Old Red, Orlando, June 19th. I love it. Again, big fans of those kind of restaurants. When it was Gloria Stefan who owned her restaurant at Disney Springs, Morimoto's, which is now over there. Well, you know what's really cool is that there's so many of those bars and restaurants in Nashville, like on Broadway. So this is to like bring a little piece of Nashville home to you. Side note, you're also going to see uh, our morning show producer, Chloe, at All Red, because as soon as she leaves the morning show here, she's going to be over there at All Red working a little bit. So that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. You'll have to come visit me as I'll be one of their new hostesses. Okay. And it's almost impossible to miss All Red because it's right there in front of the giant Orlando icon Ferris wheel. Yeah. A huge thing. So... Again, if you if you I, they're still hiring, right? So they were hiring through yesterday, but you know, as time goes on, I'm sure they'll have other dates and sure. whatnot. So June 19th is going to be the opening. Their training's going to be getting going here, and then we'll have that big opening. And Blake, I'm sure at some point will make his way down. But with everything going on and the COVID uncertainties and people flying yet, he's not coming quite yet. Okay, good stuff for us locals. K92.3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update. From College Park, we have our girl, Deborah, who we're hoping that you didn't date one of our coworkers because we have a lot of them that live in that city. <laughs> now, let's talk about John. You guys went to Hibachi. You were actually really like the date. 
Absolutely. So, again, we told you that all we can do is you give us his phone number. We'll try to get him on the line, talk to him for a little bit, and see if we can't bring you in, okay? All right, perfect. All right, thanks for being patient with us. Hello? Yes, good morning. Looking for John. Is this he? Yes, it is, sir. John, good morning. This is Obi and Ashley. We work for K92.3. How did you get? How did you get my number? Uh, this is on the Do Not right. Call List. I'm <laughs> you you may still be on the Do Not Call List, but this is different. We have a listener. Okay. She went on this fabulous date with you. However, you have just been giving her the cold shoulder, and I think she's hurt. Who is this? I see it's a couple women here and there. Okay, John. Well, maybe that has something to do with this. Uh, but we believe uh, you went on a date with Deborah. She reached out to us, and she listens to our radio station, and she knows we do something called Second Date Update. Yeah, what happened during that day, John? Jeez, I mean, not the world's going to hear this. I, I just wasn't into what she does. What she does for work? Yeah, I mean, uh, she told me she was a beautician, which is fine with me. That's fine, but <laughs> there's another thing attached to that that kind of grossed me out. Okay. Um, um, you want to hear about it? or? or I mean, yeah, uh, you got all life. of Central Florida <laughs> listening right now. Now we want to know. <laughs> Well, I don't know who I am. There's no last name. She's a beautician on, on people who passed away, on dead people. She goes there and cleans them up and dresses them and puts the makeup on them. Oh, and like, wow. It kind of grossed me out. I mean, I know death is going to come to all of us, but I, I just didn't want to. I don't know. It kind of like grossed me out. and I just Yeah, but wait a minute. You didn't know this beforehand? But she said she's a beautician. Yeah, I'm not a beautician. <laughs> well, okay. technically she's right. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I get a couple free haircuts from her, but... Uh... <laughs> okay. Now, there is one surprise, and that's the fact that Deborah's on the line, and she's been listening the whole time. Deb? Oh, oh Deb, yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> so you just heard he's creeped out by your job. You didn't tell us that's what you did for a living? Oh, boy. Well, I, I really know. didn't think it would be that big of a deal. It's a job. Well, I, I, I admire that you do it. You've got more, you know, what's than me, but uh, uh, it just kind of grossed me out. I'm sorry. I mean, you're a wonderful person, but oh, boy, it just. It's it's the best job that I can think I could ever do for somebody. It is their final resting place. It's the last time the family's going to see their loved ones. Wow. And I want them to remember them beautifully, looking as, as alive as they possibly could. And I take pride in my work, so yeah. I'm I'm proud of what I do. I was gonna ask if you were good because I've I've been to a couple of funerals where I'm like, Uncle Pappy didn't look like that. I know. <laughs> I am very good. I've been doing this for over 15 years. Wow. So I mean, John, is that really enough to creep you out? Come on, you said she's gorgeous, guys. Let's do a second date here. And it's tough to find somebody who actually loves their job. That can make your life a little easier. Yeah, I know. I, you know, hearing her talk about that, it, I mean, I, I'm considering, but just the thought of, you know, being with her and making love to her, and she just just came from Whoa. dead people. It's like I, I, don't <laughs> oh know if I, I don't know if I can feel that, but you know, it, it's something I'll learn about. You know, I'm always into learning something new. I work with very strong and competent men. They're not creeped out by what I do. <laughs> I do the same thing. I take pride in my work. I think you need to reconsider your continence. Okay, John, you just heard what she said about that. Come on, let's do a second date, guys. Yeah, She's I, not I bringing her work home with her. 
Yeah, no, exactly. I, I never right. would. I, I got admirer for that. I mean, I, I, I really miss. I've been to funerals too, and I've seen some good work, and of course, bad. But <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I mean, I think she's worth it with what she's doing. I have to, I have to say, I admire it and change my mind. Okay, okay. Wow. So let's do a second date, guys. Ashley and I are gonna pay for it. Great. Awesome. Yeah, and you guys can uh, get reacquainted. I'm going to become fascinated. I'm going to force myself to say, tell me about your job and what you do. Okay, that sounds absolutely fantastic. Maybe not a hibachi place, because I don't want you thinking about, you know, <laughs> the things that I do. Too many cadavers. Work, so. Well, and if Ashley and I are paying for it, we can't afford hibachi. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I'm glad this all worked out. Fantastic. Thanks yes, so much. I think it'll be Thank you. You got it. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. Obie and Ashley, K92.3. Orlando's number one for new country. Okay, so uh, a couple things here really quickly. Just want to thank you first and foremost for giving us those second date requests. As uh, we get over here and people start uh, dating back again, your requests have been so important. And by the way, you've reminded us of about 400 second dates that, that, that just have sat there collecting dust that we've done in the past. And we're like, we forgot we did this one. That was crazy. Yeah. Now, a uh, topic that we covered earlier today was Looney Tunes. They're going to be making a, a reboot of, uh, you know, your favorite pals, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, all those characters. And what you're not going to see is some of the acne type of violence that we saw back in the past. Uh, I was talking to Ashley and Chloe here about it because, you know, I, I was raised on Looney Tunes. So I was raised on cigars that blew up in characters' faces. Right. I was raised on maybe some uh, some wording that wasn't necessarily safe, but it was back then when they created Looney yeah. Tunes. Um, for you guys, Looney Tunes, any experience with them? I mean, I definitely remember watching it. I, I remember, I mean, everybody knows it, right? I think, but... There's just different cartoons now that people have been like, no, I don't let my kids watch this one. I have friends that like just cannot stand SpongeBob. They won't let their kids watch it because they think it's crude. I mean, then right. every parent seems to have a different opinion on, you know, different cartoons. That's for sure. Yeah. And uh, Chloe, you said that you, you didn't really spend much time because uh, you're 23, right? 23. So really, I grew up on like the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. SpongeBob was in our house, but we were not allowed to watch it. Um... Barney, but Barney really wasn't. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's pretty. But it pretty, was definitely that's, more that's scary house. in its own way, Barney. Um, <laughs> well, you know, even for us, whenever we stay at a Disney prop- property or we watch Disney, they have the the new Mickey Mouse, which with, I have not seen this new Mickey Mouse. And and it's crude. It's very crude as far as you know. Mickey's eyeball falls out. Like it, it's a, it's a lot more crude than the that's so than bizarre. the sweet Mickey. So right. what's going to change with Looney Tunes? Let's get back uh, on that. Is that there won't be like Elmer Fudd, who is a hunter he will be without his rifle uh sorry it's a shotgun but yosemite sam who's a cowboy he will be without his six shooters so you responded on the k92.3 app we have an open mic feature that allows you freedom to say what you want to say about looney tunes in that reboot yeah i'm commenting on the whole looney tunes thing to me it's dumb we've raised a bunch of entitled softies in today's world. Oh, I grew up with Looney Tunes. I never killed anybody, never shot anybody. Whoa. Get over it, people. Yeah. If you're worried about the way kids are acting today, how about this? Try tearing their butts up. It works. Oh. Okay, okay. Y'all have a good day. Good morning, Obi and Ashley. This is Thomas from St. Cloud. Hey, Thomas. And I was just wanting to say that whole Elmer thing is a crop. You got more violence on the video games kids are playing today Ooh. than what Elmer Fudd. He never even shot a rabbit or a duck as much as he tried. <laughs> That's the so video true. games that are being played today. Anyways, 
You guys are great, doing a great job. Listen to you every morning. Oh, man. Thanks. Thank you for the compliment. Uh, but you know what they had to say is true. You know, out, out of all the out of all the pies that I've ever seen a clown throw, I've never thrown a pie in someone's face. Well, of course. I mean, that's a I've never thrown a stick of dynamite in someone's boat to get at my enemy. Right. I mean, and it's just it, it is the, where the world's come to and what the world's come to with all these things. So we appreciate you leaving your open mics because. Of course, we go down that line, but we're not going to go down that line. All right. Now, in 10 minutes, if you've got kids, if they're even awake right now, you may want them to sit and listen to this woman that we're about to have on the show here. At 19 years old, she started this journey way back in the day of being the youngest astronaut. Yes. So her name is Alyssa Carson. She's the youngest astronaut in training, preparing to be the first human on Mars. Because now, remember, with this recent launch, this is their goal is to get to Mars next. So we're going to talk to her. She just recently moved to Florida. So coming up in 10 minutes. K92.3, it's Obi and Ashley. So we've got a special treat this morning. This is going to be a lot of fun. 19-year-old Alyssa Carson. She's the youngest astronaut in training, <laughs> preparing to be the first human on Mars. Um, and at age 15, she was the youngest person ever to be admitted into the Advanced Possum Space Academy, which is here in Florida. She's done tons of space camps. And we thought it'd be really fun to catch up with her right now with all the excitement around the launch. Hi. Good morning. What is up? Not too much. <laughs> so, listen, first and foremost, we appreciate your time, and there's a lot to be excited about for you. And, Alyssa, we have to jump in here because there's a whole new level of excitement when it comes to the space program, when it comes to NASA and SpaceX, as we are here over by the coast. I went to go watch the launch with Bob and Doug. So, seeing your journey on how you are kind of on this pathway to hopefully be on Mars someday. Can you talk a little bit about just where you are right now in that journey? Yeah, definitely. I mean, everything that I am working towards at this point is basically building a strong resume to be able to apply to the astronaut selection process and have, you know, a decent shot at getting selected as an astronaut, preparing for that process. So, yeah, I'm just kind of continuing that and building now my education. I recently moved down to Florida to attend Florida Tech and study astrobiology to pursue that as kind of my main career to kind of focus in. Well, and we know so most 18 year olds and you go back years with the training that you've been trying to get here and that you've been going to space camps. So moving to Louisiana to Florida, when it comes to working with NASA, are they working directly with you or is it a lot of these space camps that you've been going to? Yeah, so when I was younger, it was just camp because it was the easiest way for me just to absorb as much information about space as possible. It's awesome because I'm able to help them with their research, but all of the things that we do are applicable skills that are useful in the space program. Wow, Alyssa, let me ask you a question just because, you know, I'm I'm a dad. Where, where did this passion come from? Is it, Was your dad a, a space guy? Did, did he like Star Trek? And then all of a sudden this made its way down to you? How, how did this passion come about? Yeah, looking back, I mean, I was interested in space at such a young age. Looking back, kind of our best guess is that it could have been the cartoon The Backyard Again. Just because <laughs> they had so a mission to Mars. <laughs> they had a Mission to Mars episode, and I had a picture of, like, the poster for that episode hung up in my bedroom. And literally one day we just looked at that poster, and we were like, huh, maybe that's it. Yeah, we went through a Backyard Again phase, and I remember that episode. The kids and I watched that one a million times. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a good one. Good episode of The Backyard Again. Well, and it's that inspiration, too. A show on Nick Jr., right? To take you to where you are right now. So, congratulations. And being 19, do you have competition? Like, are there other people your age trying to go for the same Mars mission in the future? Um, I started when I was 15, which was pretty crazy. They definitely aren't wanting to get a whole bunch of 15-year-olds necessarily up in their program doing research. But I have kind of encouraged them to start accepting, like, 18-year-olds. So we have now had, I think, maybe two or three other 18-year-olds start the program. So it has been nice to have, I guess, a few other younger kids get involved doing the research as well. Some of them have aspirations to become astronauts. Some of them are just looking to work in the field. So it's kind of a mix. What is the desire for going to Mars? Because we've talked about that here on the show. Would you be willing to leave your family? Would you be willing to, you know, leave leave Earth, basically, leave everything you know to live on this new planet and start something new? So, so where's your excitement in all this? Yeah, I think that Mars just has so many benefits and actually going to Mars. And that is just going to take such a big push from the public and everyone involved. So really all of my passion comes from wanting to contribute to this mission in any way possible. And of course, actually being able to be on the mission and actually being there to do the research would be the most exciting part to be able to contribute to something so big nice. and, you know, make a huge impact in the space program. Well, we also did see that if you were to go up there, the music you'd bring along, one of the artists or groups you said was Dan and Shay. And I have to tell you, we're good friends with Dan and Shay. That's so great to hear. Yeah, tell them they're welcome on the mission to Mars as well. (laughs) I love it. Hey, Alyssa, if you are the future, I'm glad that the future's in your hands. I appreciate that very much. (laughs) Yeah. Well, listen, anything you need from us as, uh, you know, this is right here in our backyard. We want to support you, not just today, but for the next. Yeah, keep us posted. Yeah, I mean, we want to be behind you. So Anytime you're in town, I know you're in Florida now, so we're right around the corner in Orlando. Keep us posted with your journey and anything new you're working on because we'd love to share it with our listeners. Yeah, that sounds absolutely great. Can't wait to share whatever is next with you guys. Thanks, Alyssa. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. So it's no secret that artists have been just super stir-crazy right now during this time frame of this pandemic. And again, these are people that are normally on the road almost every day of their lives in these current, uh, really in these current years. They'll get like a day or two to go home while they're off and you know, on tour and even in between tours, they got to do something for a brand they're endorsing or a private gig that somebody paid them to go do. So Thomas Rhett, the fact that he has written 40 songs already just during this uh, pandemic is crazy. I mean, it's been 60 something days. I would probably say I've written 35 to 40 songs. I just feel like any kind of change in life can spark a new idea. There's definitely no shortage of ideas during this time. And I do feel very creative. You know, that is interesting uh, as we sit here and think, because in our music industry you know these artists maybe put out an album a year right and i think everyone's gonna be putting out an album as soon as this is done because of all the material that they have well and now remember i mean we've been seeing it they're just putting the songs out onto social media the album days are kind of over yeah yeah, you're right forget about the album yeah Yeah, but thomas rett love hearing from him and then also just wanted to say tomorrow 3 p.m walker hayes you know he's one of those newer artists uh but definitely has a lot of followers does the tiktok so walker hayes is going to be our next k92.3 nice to meet you uh at 3 p.m again tomorrow on instagram live that's where you can go on there talk to him he's got a ton of kids by the way um and he said that 
his 14-year-old. They've really formed this relationship over TikTok, which is hilarious. He said his 14-year-old thinks he's cool now because he's been able to Aww. participate in her TikTok videos with him. He's got some dance moves. So You got to do what you got to do to bond with your kids. Absolutely. So, again, that's tomorrow. Walker Hayes live on the K92.3 Instagram at 3 p.m. And also, Brad Paisley, you know, he's been doing Zooms, been crashing Zooms for the frontline workers and whatnot. Well, he got on one this week, and it was called the Black or White Relax and Have a Beer, guys. And this is him talking to all the dudes. We thought we should deliver more beer than you can possibly drink. And, 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 <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Appreciate it, Brad. <laughs> I've been so inspired by what you guys are doing. I mean, it's these simple things. Sit around with your best buddy and talk about it. It's a little beer summit. I think the shipment got there earlier in the afternoon. I'm glad you're not. You don't look hammered. <laughs> <laughs> so Brad's talking about the beer he had delivered. It was a group of best friends, different races. They're all sitting down on lawn chairs. This was actually this past Saturday. And uh, they had that sign out there. It was black or white, relax and have a beer, guys. So those were those guys that kind of got Brad on their Zoom. Uh, just having a lot of fun and keeping it positive there. And you can see all this online at K923Orlando.com. Obi and Ashley hooking it up again. Good morning. How are you? Great. All right. What's your name? Where are you from? Kelsey from Stanford. We have Good Kelsey morning. from Stanford, everybody. Good morning. All right, Kelsey, we love Wild Florida. We would love to send you there for free, so this way you can use your own money to buy whatever it is that you want, but it's all about the experience. All right, Kelsey, are you ready yeah, for this? Awesome. It's Gator Week over at Wild Florida, so we're going to give you what we think is really easy Gator trivia question, okay? Okay. True or false? You should run zigzag if an alligator is coming after you. Okay. <laughs> It is false. false. Wild Florida even confirms you're only going to slow yourself down by running zigzag. Alligators can run up to 25 miles an hour, so do not run zigzag. Just run straight. (laughs) By the way, if it makes you feel any better, uh, if I run zigzag, I automatically trip. So, (laughs) hey, congratulations. Yes, Kelsey. So, have you seen this drive-thru safari? It's been, like, sold out on the weekend, so you're getting four tickets for that. No, I haven't. It's going to be so much fun. So, four tickets. You're going to get to feed the giraffes and see the gators. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. K92.3. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley in the morning. We've got a pretty cool platform here where we could share with you some of these positive stories that are going around that maybe will spark something in you. That's why we call it Doing the Right Thing. And it was Saturday night. You know, I've talked about it on here before that I live in the Conway area, and luckily the tornado spared where I live, but it was just a mile down the street that uh, the Fern Creek area, the Fern Creek boat ramp, that the tornado really tore through. And so my husband, uh, Matt, and I were out there kind of looking at all the damage on Sunday and came across some K92.3 listeners, and they just so happened to work for a different lawn care and maintenance crews who were over there trying to get the messes cleaned up and if i can just paint the picture for you if you've never even seen like a tornado us floridians are used to hurricanes but tornadoes not so much i mean there were roofs torn off and this is only an f1 roofs torn off trees and homes trees branches all over the place so i had to shout out natalie's lawn care and maintenance and also conway lawn and tree service the two of them uh, we're kind of working together, just looking around, seeing everything going on. I mean, there was tons of people walking, riding bikes, yeah. trying to see, you know, if there was anything they could help with. And then you got everything from the Red Cross stepping in to the the span that that tornado went through and how long it went. Like, damaged so many homes, uh, so many of them. I think I heard 50 to 60 families 
were displaced. So um, right in my own neighborhood, you know, if you're in Conway, I'm your neighbor. So this is something that was happening right, you know, under our own eyes. And a lot of people just really doing what they could. And even on our community uh, Facebook page, people saying, who needs help? What can we do to help? So just another example of people trying to help in any way they can. Well, and I think it's great uh, whenever one of these hurricanes, not a hurricane, but any of these storm systems, okay? Because as Floridians, we get them all. The people who step in and work together in the community, I think that's the beauty. That's the beauty of the after the storm is all the people who come together. And it's not like you see people like, oh, well, I'm going to charge you, blah, blah. Hey, people are working together yeah. to clean up these neighborhoods. You do have those bad ones. Look out for them. But sure, not Natalie's sure. Lawn Care Maintenance and Conway Lawn and Tree Service. And what are the odds, you know, that I was just kind of by myself and... Nick, Andrew turned around and were like, Ashley, so I'm glad you said hello. You uh, gave me something to give you a shout out for with doing the right thing. Obie and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. That was another Obie and Ashley episode. And we appreciate you for your time the friends and family that you've shared this podcast with. I mean, now we're heard all over the world. And if you wanted more, we have our Obie and Ashley unfiltered podcast. You may have some passionate language in there and a lot of content that we just don't have time to cover on the show. So that's the Obie and Ashley unfiltered podcast and one last message with a ton of genuineness. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.